Welcome to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. We're really glad you're here. Whoever you are, wherever you're at, join us on the journey. Welcome to Hillhurst United Church. Today we are examining some of the familiar stories of the Bible and revisiting some of those legends and understandings that we have grown up with. It's an important part of our scriptural education and the way that we look at the world. So today we are examining the creation story. Creation story from the Bible begins with a number of different facets, including let there be light and the creation of the lands and the sky, creation of the sun and the moon, the waters, separation of the waters, and the great sea monsters and swarms in the water and every winged bird that said, from God to multiply. In this creation story, God created human beings. He created male and female. And into this setting, he gave dominion of the humans over all creation. And that was on the sixth day. And on the seventh day, God rested, seeing that the work that had been done was complete and perfect in its eyes to know that creation had a path. And that's one creation story. The second creation story has to do with the Adam and Eve story. The God created Adam in order to find a way to till the land and make the world productive. And so Adam was created out of the mud of the earth. God breathed life the breath of life into Adam and created uh, human beings. Seeing that Adam was lonely, God created a partner for uh, Adam in the form of Adam's rib formed into a female, formed into Eve. Adam meaning human being and Eve meaning life and the union that created the world today. In this world, we hear about the story in Genesis 3 about, the, about Eve and, and the serpent, about Adam and the serpent, both eating of the apple of the tree of knowledge to which they were forbidden and then cast out. And so there's a sense of a God who was benevolent, a God who was nurturing, and then uh, was um, disobeyed. And now we live in a world where we need to make restitution and reconciliation with God. So this is the grand story of, of the second creation story. Many other nations, many other people have creation stories, especially among the indigenous people. We remember our creation story and our relationship to, to the creator, to Wakanta Khan. In our tradition, the world was created by a being named Inyan who sacrificed itself to become the land, to become the mountains, the veins of its blood flowing into the rivers became the waters that we have. The power of that being released into creation, which becomes the sky, which becomes the air, which becomes life all around us, and the nurturing that happens. And so when we talk about all things having a spirit, 
It's connected back to this act of sacrifice to build the world that we have today. As we seek to understand our relationship to creation, as we seek to understand our ways of working together, let us think about Psalm 148. Psalm 148 teaches us that there are many uh, ways in which we have been gifted part of creation in the work that we do. And here it says, Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command. The mountains and hills, fruit trees are all and all cedars, beasts and cattle, creeping things and flying birds. It's an echo of the creation story, an important part of how we remember how we are connected to that creation. In our indigenous traditions, we know that there are certain ways that we uh, are tied to the earth. And in that connection, we are called upon to do ceremony. We are called upon to work on ourselves in order that we might be useful to our people and to the creation around us so that we can be proper stewards. We have to learn from creation. We have to learn from one another in order to fulfill our promise here on this earth. And in these lessons becomes a very important part of knowing who we are and how we see the earth. In the Genesis example, Genesis 1, Genesis 2, the dominion idea of human beings having a responsibility to take care of the earth is a little different. It looks at the earth as a mechanical and uh, unspirited way of, of being in the world, and that we are meant to utilize the creation as our tools. In the indigenous tradition, all things have life. Rocks have life. Waters have life. Everything has a connection. And so we respect that. When we cross the river, we give thanks, we give prayer for that river, and we ask it to help us along to the other side. When we understand that we are one part of creation, that gives us a different view of how we relate to one another in this space. And so when we think about some of those traditions, I spoke with a uh, indigenous Taiwanese uh, minister who works in Cranbrook, Reverend Evie Chuan talked about the idea of indigenous people always call themselves children of God. They always call themselves human beings. And in that relation of being a child of God, we recognize that we are connected to the creator, we are connected to creation. He was confused about the people who identified themselves from different nations and the way that they ascribed their identity to that. And I thought that was a very profound statement because it tells us that we are not limited to the effects of a Godhead um, directing us. We have taken on these nation states as our identity, as opposed to being children of God. So there's a quite a bit there to think about in that relationship 
and how we facilitate knowledge, how we work on oppression and assimilation, how we try to find our way in this world. We have seen instances of these colonial projects creating disparity of wealth, disparity of condition, the missing and murdered Indigenous women, the residential school system, the discrimination that feeds into that. It's all part of that cycle. It's important for us to understand when we do these things, we're not, we're trying to make people like us. And by having a bigger heart and a bigger way of knowing, we can step into this with more benevolence and understanding that we want to share what we know. My father, in his book, These Mountains Are Our Sacred Places, talked about the importance of our sharing and what it means. He said, wouldn't it have been a different world if the missionaries had come with a statement that we see that you believe in the Creator, and did you know that the Creator also had a son who was called Jesus Christ? and begin that sharing. But that's not what happened. And in this conversion, this assimilation, this way of looking at people as less than, had a very um, real detriment to people's lives. And we see that today. We are working back from that today. So may we begin to understand that reconciliation is part of our work to do in creation, to find our place, to find our relation, to find a way of being that is helping, supporting, and nurturing one another into who they can be in this world, so that we're not limiting people, not limiting one another, not limiting the hope that we bring when we gather. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to Hillhurst United Church, the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode and are thinking about someone who might enjoy it too, we invite you to send it their way and help the podcast grow. We're really glad you're here and we'd love to know what you thought about today's sermon. Leave us a review in iTunes or send us an email at communications at hillhurstunited.com. We'd love to hear from you.